back ladies and gentlemen as the title suggests we are uncertified financial planners we are not professionals i repeat we are not professionals before you make any financial decisions please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner welcome back ladies and gentlemen to this week's episode of uncertified financial planners um today's going to be a kind of different different topic. Uh, Ethan and I are going to be discussing routines, goal setting, um, formative books for us. You know, success starts with your mindset. Um, We usually talk about finance, but if you want to make more money in life and be more successful, you have to first start with improving yourself. Um, Your bank account won't improve unless you do. So that's kind of the the direction we're going to go for today. How are you doing today, Ethan? Good. Absolute fire intro by the boy. Uh, yeah, it's all about mindset for sure. That's something I've been working on uh, today and every day trying to get better about uh, it's just my mindset and, and being prepared. So mm-hmm. excited for this one. I think it's going to be very beneficial. You know, obviously you're here because our fire, fire stock information. Uh, <laughs> our wisdom. Our wisdom. You know, we aren't professionals. Before we get too deep into this episode, I just want to remind you guys to join the Discord. Link will be in the description. If you're unfamiliar, it's basically this server where you can join, and there's text channels where we will drop recommendations, interesting things we find, and tools. So make sure to join that. Keep up to date on everything we put in here, upcoming episodes, and more. You will not regret it. All right, now back to the back to the episode. So let's get let's get right into the routines then. Just for coherence, we're going to be going. Talking about routines, goal setting, influential books, and impactful books, and then our stock picks of the week. So first, routines. Um, There's a lot of value in having habits that produce something for you. Um, Everybody hears about the damage of bad habits, like smoking, sleeping in, you know, those type things, but no one ever preaches on the importance of good habits, you know. I'd wager there isn't a single um, CEO, not a single person on the Forbes 100 um, wealthiest list that wakes up after 7 a.m. Because waking up early, starting early, um, is just one of those productive habits. Um, Ethan, what are a few of your most productive habits? Yeah, no, definitely something I've learned this summer is uh, having to get, you know, we were in the office at eight o'clock, like having to wake up at 620 every day, 630 every day. Uh, it makes me feel like more, I guess, it just makes me feel happier because I'm like, you know, I'm not going to miss anything. You know, if I'm waking up at 12 or one or 1130 uh, in the afternoon or midday, you know, I'm feeling like, oh, crap, what did I miss? Uh, and I feel like I have to catch up. And people are already ahead of me. So waking up before everybody else does is definitely a good thing. So that's something I've been practicing and, uh, you know, getting used to. But with that, you have to make sure you're going to sleep earlier so you feel more Mm -hmm. awake. So that's something I've also been working on. Um, And then exercising, um, whether you do that before you get your day started or towards the end of the day, 
you know, exercise is super important. It makes you feel more accomplished. Uh, it just makes you overall, it's not even about the like head rush you get for it. I don't really believe in that. I mean, I'm, I know it's scientific, but like, you know, I've been working out pretty much my whole life with sports and everything. So I, I don't even feel it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for somebody who doesn't exercise every day, that's something that, you know, they'll get a little bit of that uh, dopamine uh, and, and the endorphins from working out and be so it just it just kind of makes you feel like you're changing your life for the better. Um, so exercise, uh, meditating, yeah. meditating, something I've actually picked up recently, uh, just, you know, literally three minutes a day on the let me look up the app. The app is called it's based. I, well, actually, I do Medito. It's free. Uh, mm. It's called Medito. It's actually like completely everything is ran for free. You d- it's like three minute, five minute, ten minute sessions. I do three minute, one five minute, uh, and you know I could totally realize, or I mean, like totally like understood the short term, like you know what I mean. Like people, mm-hmm. their focus goes away so quick. Like they, you know, they're focused on so many things. Like that instant gratification. Uh, my mind traveled way too much in that five minutes. Starting with three minutes was good, but meditation and then just creating a to-do list, like a daily to-do list, you know, basically planning out my entire day allows me to feel way more comfortable with what's coming up. I don't really feel like I have any surprises. And if I do, you know, I can work around that. So those are a few things I've been picking up. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a lot about, you know, constructive habits, um, and we'll get back to what I'm reading later in the episode. But it's about making the autonomy that you're doing every day contribute to your well-being. Um, I think there are a few things that are just universally going to make your life better. And that'd be contentment more than anything. Um What's that thing you always say, Ethan? Happiness equals expectations. Yeah, yeah. So happiness basically equals your expectations minus reality. So if you, you know, if you're like, you know what, this is gonna be the greatest day ever. Sunshine, lollipops, and butterflies, and then it just storms all day. You trip and fall in a puddle, and you get somebody punches you in the straight square in the face. And now you're you're super upset. Your reality is terrible. It's also like those if guys. Costco that, uh, hot dog. You know, they're in their mid. It's like if the their, Costco hot dog is more yeah, than a dollar fifty. Dude, day ruined, life ruined, year ruined. Um, but no, it's mm-hmm. like those you know old heads that go through a midlife crisis because uh, you know they expected you know to be a quadrillionaire with you know supermodel wife and ten trillion dollars worth of uh, a house and then they're sitting there mm-hmm. and they're, they don't have that and so you gotta you gotta make sure that you don't have such low expectations that everything's a surprise um a good example i go to a movie i'm not i don't have to name the movie um but let's just say in general i go to the movie theater i expect a terrible movie uh let's just crudes 2 absolutely amazing movie crudes 2 um just funny the people that know that movie uh definitely know it's a good one but you know i had low expectations it blew me out of the water i suggest crudes too if you ever want to watch a funny cartoon uh animated movie with you know your kid or if you're a kid i'd watch it by myself 
Oh, it's outstanding. I don't know how. Cr- I loved the first one. I don't know how the first one is, but the second one. It's amazing. The second one, I was crying, laughing in the movie theater. Everyone was staring at me. It was beautiful. Um, but, you know, I had really low expectations. And so, yes, happiness, your happiness equals your expectations minus your reality. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just be thankful for everything that happens uh, when you do have a surprise. And don't let it ruin your entire year or your entire day if one bad thing goes wrong. Yeah, definitely. And that, like you said, contributes to contentment, which is just being not complacent, but satisfied with where you're at in life. You know, you talked about the middle-aged crisis man, you know, nothing but a beer belly, whatever. Um you know all those habits that we talked you, you're, about. You're calling out the guys with uh, you're calling out the guys with bald heads, bro. You're you're looking at one in about ten years, my guy. Dude, if you ain't the talking about the mirror, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> I will go bald, no doubt. Okay, well, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, you know what? Let's make bald great again. Let's make bald handsome again. All right, let's go. Let's move on. Mister Clean is our mascot, yes, sir. Um, but anyway. You know, those habits we mentioned contribute to contentment. When you make that quiet space, um, you create an atmosphere where you relinquish those expectations and just exist. Yeah, that, that productive habits you are producing and you are working towards a future um, in your unconscious time. So when you're not actively doing something, you're still producing for your future. So that you can rest in the contentment of knowing, hey, even when I'm not paying attention, I am doing something to make my life better. And that is a bringer of contentment. What were you going to say? I'm oh, sorry. No, no, that that's my bad. I, uh, that, that's what I was just going to say. Like meditation has helped me, you know, you're sitting there super relaxing. There's nothing, you know, there's no worry. You can just let your mind, you know, breathe and you can think about your day. You can set your goals for your day. You can set your expectations and, just you leave that three minute, five minute, one minute period, whatever it is. I, I mean, you don't even need an app to lead you. You just you leave that period and you feel content with where you are and excited for where you're going. Um, and that's super important. Yeah, definitely. I have an app. Um, it's it's a Christian based app, which is what Ethan and I both are. So, but if you are um, a Christian and would like a good prayer meditation app. It's called One Minute Pause. Ethan, highly recommend this. Turn my life around last uh, winter when I found out about it. Um, based on a book called Take Your Life Back by John Eldridge. Um, it's basically just a guided prayer for one, three, five, or ten minutes about different topics, and it's really nice to just wind down. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I had no idea about that. It's called what? What again? Let's just. One minute pause. One minute pause. It only takes one minute to change your life around Mm -hmm. and grab hold of it, it sounds like. So I will definitely be trying that out. We are not sponsored by them, but maybe we will be. (laughs) Maybe we will be. I would love to be sponsored by John Eldridge. That would be... boss. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. I'm excited to try that app out uh, for sure. Yeah, no, just, you know, taking control, and not even in a religious way, if, if you aren't. I mean, obviously, we you know, Garrett and I are, but, you know, just taking control of your life, uh, just, you know, your mindset, that's, that's everything for sure. Yeah. Um, more money comes from learning more, learning more. 
uh, your job. More importantly, kind of like we've touched on, is learning about yourself. Um, you talked about the getting up early and the going to bed at a good time. Learning your sleep habits, like learning your diet, learning when you need breaks throughout the day, learning how much you can pay attention to, like pay attention to those things and document it and like figure out what makes you perform the best. You know, one habit that I've found a lot of value in recently is journaling. Every night, what did I do today? How did I feel? How did my habits contribute to my contentment? You know? Yeah, 100%. That's something I've been trying to get into. I was into it, uh, you know, at some point um, during during my sophomore year of college, I was going through a little rough patch with my roommate. If you know me, you know that's probably true. Uh, and I was not happy. Uh, and so just, you know, being able to rely on that. And, uh, and also, you know, something I found with journaling, and you can write about, you know, how did your day go? How do you feel? Whatnot. But also like writing mm-hmm. messages for the future self, like asking yourself questions. Are you happy? Um, what went wrong? Where, why and where are you now? Uh, you know, why are you there? I uh, yeah. I write questions to my future self all the time. I actually had a project in, uh, I think it was seventh or eighth grade, where my English teacher had us write papers, like write, you know, a 13, 14-year-old self, write to, you know, 23, 24-year-old self, uh, which is obviously coming up soon. And he said he would mail those to us. Um, you repeat know, that you once cut out turned... after, after a 13 or 14-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. So I, I guess I cut out. Um, yeah, he had us just write, you know, stuff, you know, little things, little messages to our 23 to 24 year old self. Um, and we were 13 or 14 at that point. Um, and he said he would mail that back to us, mail those letters to us when the time came. So I'm extremely excited. I have no idea. I can't remember what I wrote. I am super excited to see that Christopher McDonald was his name, and I might have not enjoyed his class while I was taking it. But I have never been more prepared by a class and never missed the experiences I had in a class in my entire life. It's the only moment I wish I could go back and relive. For sure, there's a lot of moments back in those days I'd miss. Yeah, um, yeah. Growing up, it's bittersweet. It is because, I mean, Um, you don't – one of the things I've been trying to practice, sorry to cut you off, uh, but it also kind of works with journaling is just being present and living in the moment. That's Mm -hmm. what journaling lets you do is really just what did I do today? You know what I mean? It's so easy to be on your phone all day or play video games all day or like, you know, just – you know, days go by quick if you don't pay attention yeah. to what you're doing. And so journaling allows you to live in the moment and being, and allows you to be present. And, you know, you're spending your whole, you know, five to 10 to 15 year, years of age, those years, you're just, you know, you blink and they're gone because you, you didn't actually live in the moment. You were just so happy being young and playing all the time. And then your older self wishes they could, they could go back. Uh, so, you know, to, to eliminate that, be present, live in the moment, be kind, you know, tell people yeah. you love them and smile and just enjoy your life. It's too, mm. you only get one and there hasn't been many people on this earth. You were lucky enough to have, to be one made in the image of God. Can't be, can't be complaining mm. with that for show. Mm. Bring it home. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, but back to our our topic. That was a that was a good tangent. You know, it was I liked that tangent. I did too. Um, I'm not going to complain about that. But for for uh, focus sake, for concision, um, to kind of wrap up routines, I have this little quote that I um I want on my tombstone for coming up with and credit for. Um, success starts when you leverage yourself more than anything. It is getting value from what you do. Um, that will be on my tombstone. That is the most profound thing I've ever come up with myself. If I, um, the next topic, Ethan goal setting. Yeah. Goal setting. Uh, just, Real quick, I kind of wanted to touch, you know, that's a great saying, um, great, you know, quote. One that I definitely came up with and am very happy about is, uh, you know, they hate, don't hate the good ones. They hate the great ones. So if you ever feel like somebody's hating you, you must be great. Talk to us nice. All right. Yeah. So uh, goal setting. Um, (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, Goal setting, you know. Um, something I've, I've been working on a lot. Uh, it's very easy to kind of just go day by day and not really pay attention to what your goals truly are. Um, so something I've been doing is just setting a daily focus. Uh, what, what, I like that. Yeah, what is my focus for today? What do I want to get 1% better at today? Uh, you know, is my focus to smile at everybody that, you know, I see it's my, cause I mean, a smile can change somebody's life, you know, or change somebody's day. Mm -hmm. Uh, just one simple smile, even if your teeth are all crooked and yellow, just smiling can make somebody's day. So, um, yeah, just setting like a daily focus, like, you know, do I just want to, do I want to listen instead of talk? You know what I mean? Like, do I want, you know, you're given two ears, one mouth. There's a reason for that. Um, oh, good word, good word, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but you know, You're bringing it home today. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> this is the type of stuff I live for, my man. You, I mean, I, I get philosoph- like philosophical at, at times. If this is, if that's the right word, like it. you know, I'm pretty big into psychology and behavior, and just you know, mm-hmm. trying to better myself, but also understand why people act certain ways and act why they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just you know, or like. Maybe my focus is I've I was rude to my mom or dad or you know or friend the other day and I want to make sure I show how much I love them so I give them something nice or I do something nice for them that's my focus um, but it can also just be as simple as today my daily focus is to read journal mm-hmm. uh, or maybe your goal, your daily focus is to find a hobby um, or maybe your whole day you just want to spend one single minute meditating. Maybe that's all it is or mm-hmm. exercising you want to spend an hour exercise you know what i mean it can be anything yeah. but, uh, just creating that daily focus or setting that daily focus um has been you know beneficial to me so far um and i'm sure it'll be beneficial in the future yeah definitely one thing i like to do my dad is a big goal setter and raised my sister and i to set goals actively as well every year we set year goals i set daily goals for myself and then I have like blocked off goals, like usually semester because I'm, you know, we're still in school. So like, what's my goal for this semester, this year? And what is my goal for today? It's kind of like you said, the daily focus. Um, but I also, 
I get um I what is a goal for specific area? Like I want to learn one new thing about finance. I want to read one ten pages of a book, let's say ten pages, and I want to journal. So you know, I've got three goals and three different areas for each day. Um and say for the year, I'm like my year goal is to increase my portfolio by two by twenty percent um without adding capital. Like I want to pick as well as I can given the given market, um, given the crazy market, and increase my portfolio through wise investments. Um so just kind of having goals in different areas, having daily goals, having something to focus on each day, I think is a great start to um, getting your mind and your habits and your days on the right path. Oh, I mean, yeah, just being prepared. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. makes you feel we, – we all get that feeling, especially, you know, in our teenage years of like – Mm-hmm. we kind of feel ourselves like oh we feel like adults like we're bad to the bone uh that's kind of how i feel when i you know set a daily focus and i accomplish that mm-hmm. daily focus or that yearly focus or goal whatever you'd like to call it i you know you know i typically tend to tend to stay away from goal because it kind of makes it feel like oh it's just out of reach you know like a focus is just something yeah. i'm trying to prepare for and, and be better at uh and I also just like using words that other people yeah, don't use, makes sense. Uh, which is, I mean, I don't hear many yeah. people's. Yeah, it's just being different, which is uh, totally unnecessary, <laughs> but uh, I guess sometimes required. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I feel like, you know, there's so much that you can do that is just, it, it, does, it takes minimal effort, uh, but it can reap, you know, exponential um know like you can have exponentially great repercussions if that's the right word um benefits (laughs) yeah i don't think i think repercussions has a negative connotation (laughs) benefits is is definitely the right word um yeah and i mean the thing is the people that you look at and you're like wow they are really put together they are the people that are doing these simple things um you know you might look at somebody and be like man they just they're legit like they look look the part they walk you know they walk the walk and talk the talk like they can back it up they're the Mm -hmm. ones that are doing stuff that you don't see everybody wants to do something nowadays and have it be seen and rewarded uh the people Mm -hmm. the people that really feel rewarded and content with where they are and happy with where they are are the people that do the things behind the scenes uh and don't expect anything in return so it's all it's all about the mindset because everybody just expects something nowadays uh, and, and that's what happens when you get spoiled with living in the best country yeah. in the entire universe and of all time existence, uh, you know, <laughs> shout out America, the United States of and, America. And living in a social media saturated culture where everybody puts everything on display. Um, yeah. And only true success doesn't happen in front of a camera. No, that, that's a, that's a word. Oh, definitely. Uh, Yeah realize and i mean everybody's heard this the only thing that's posted on social media is the good things so don't base your life on somebody else's social media uh because you're going to be always chasing for more and never happy with where you are and uh anyway yeah for sure so before we transition to influential books um just because you and i are both active readers we talked about that a lot today on microsoft teams actually 
Um, one thing I forgot to say earlier in routine, um, the routine section I have in my notes is that whenever you're experimenting, whenever you're living life and doing different things, just remember that nothing is wasted if you learn from it. Um, I've tried to start two separate online shipping businesses in the past three years. Started one when I was in high school and the other my freshman year of college. I lost money on the first one, made a minuscule amount for the work on the second one, but I learned from both. I learned what I enjoyed, learned what I was good at, and learned the direction I wanted to go with my life. You know, I might have lost money overall uh, in the endeavors, but I learned new things and I got experience, and that's what makes anything worth it is if you learn from it. Hundred and ten percent. Uh, you know, COVID was a good time. It was a terrible time. Let me refer. <laughs> yeah, Let me rephrase. <laughs> it was an absolutely horrendous time. A lot of people lost a lot of people. But one good thing, and there's probably more than one good thing, and there's probably more than one bad thing. But one definitely definite good thing is it gave people about a year to just work on themselves, find out what mm-hmm. they, who they are, what they like. They weren't influenced by nonsense. They weren't influenced by classmates or friends. Mm-hmm. They just got to be themselves. Uh, and that's something, you know, you, you know, I, I didn't, you know, you kind of like mend to each group that you interact with. You're not always going to be a hundred percent yourself with every group. Um, and that's something I always tried to do was be, you know, myself, but obviously you're going to change a little bit, but you know, me, I'm a big time loser, dude. Well, I'm not going to say loser. I'm not going to say loser because the things I like are a little nerdy and it's not, it's cool to be a nerd and it's cool to be a geek because you're being yourself and it's in a world where, you know, people aren't. Um, and so I, you know, I love sports. People that know me know that. Uh, so I got into set, buying and selling sports cards. Uh, I have no idea if I ended up positive. I think I ended up either breaking even a little bit positive or very, very negative. I have no idea. You know, I made a lot of good <laughs> investments, but I'm also stuck with a lot of cards. Um, and I sold my collection, which I thought I'd get like five to 600 bucks for, for 300, uh, so obviously Jeez. that stinks, but I was happy to have the 300 bucks. I learned a ton. Um, there were periods in my, in that time of me doing this where I literally was just sweating in anger, like, just like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. But, you know, I'd rather lose the money when I'm, you know, 18, mm-hmm. when I'm 60 and in five years I need to retire or 50 in five years I want to retire. So like, you know, you learn so much by just finding a hobby just failing at it or even maybe you you get lucky mm-hmm. and you're successful i mean we had david he i mean not that crypto was his hobby you know but he picked up and he was somewhat successful i mean he's had his fails but he's also had his uh, you know good times so it's just you've learned you learn so much about yourself when you put yourself out there and so you know i, I mm-hmm. got to do that but you know i mean i literally sleep with a stuffed animal that i've had since birth like it's okay <laughs> to be yourself people need to understand that i know that's not exactly what we wanted to talk about garrett so i apologize but it's important so no, no, gil gil is always welcome in the discussion gil is a absolute <laughs> g uh maybe he'll be on the podcast one episode i don't know how how maybe. that'll work but okay Whenever we start the the video podcast. Yes, 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 yes. But anyway, um, to the next topic. Um, 
let's just say like two or three books. We'll make this brief. We can do an episode on books because I love to read and I love learning new things, but we'll keep it brief for the for the sake of this episode since we're coming up past the 25 minute mark. Um what are two to three books you've read in the past two to three years that have in if you need a second to yeah, think about uh, that I've got mine ready because I came prepared with that question yeah I've got two pulled up right now uh, you know we both have read the money you know the psychology of money so I, that may be one that you're mm-hmm. bringing up I'll stick away from it since I think you might bring it up um, one that I've I've started to read, uh, and I've needed to actually finish reading. It's called Think and Grow Rich. It's by Napoleon Hill. Uh, it's actually a mm. really old book from 1937, I believe. Um, but it just talks about mm-hmm. habits. and Well, it, it's basically, it's, it, it tells stories of, you know, old, old heads that probably aren't alive at the moment, just how they became successful, what they went through. So... Uh, at least from the first few chapters, that's what I've read and, and understood. That's been a great one. Think and Grow Rich by Na- Napoleon Hill. It's definitely like hard to read because it's a little bit of weird vocabulary, um, but it's not terribly hard either. Um, and then my, my second one would be by Dale Carnegie, um, and he's pretty famous. Um, but his his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Ooh, that's a good uh, one. That is a good one. I, you know, another one that I have not completely finished, but I am working on. Um, that's been my problem. I'm more of a, I'd rather listen to it. So audiobooks are good for me or podcasts are good for mm-hmm. me. Um, but that is one that I've been reading. A buddy of mine, Morgan Smith, told me I had to read it. Uh, you know, it was just good. Yeah. It was good knowledge. And so uh, my favorite of all is funny because it's actually chapter one. Um, but also chapter four is, is nice as well. But chapter one, do not criticize, condemn, or complain. I am a big time complainer. Um, and so that's something that I, I just, I need to reread actually, obviously, because I complain all the time, mm-hmm. but it's something very important. Like, you know, when you complain and you're, you have a bad attitude, no one wants to be around you. You will not get yeah. anywhere in life. Um, and so you need to change your attitude. And then ch- chapter four is just being genuinely interested in other people, um, people, are, you know, we're in a, an age where technology is king. People need, but people desire, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. um, true relationships. So being g- genuinely interested in other people and tra- change, yeah. change their day, change their month and can do the same for you. Yeah. yeah that how to win friends and influence people is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my psychology of money is one of my picks. It is by Morgan Housel. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. H-O-U-S-E-L. Amazing. Um, It makes you um, think about why you do things, especially with regards to money. Like, what are your biases in spending? What do you gravitate towards? Etc. It makes you aware of your unconscious so that you can tweak it if you have bad habits like we've talked about. Great, great book. Another one I've been, I'm currently reading, I'm about to finish, it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, it's basically the cardinal rules of habit making and breaking. It's like, for example, one thing he talks about is 
um, reinforcing a habit. He calls it habit stacking. Say you want a journal. Um, do it in conjunction with something else that you already do every night. So for me, um, I update, I'm a big spreadsheet guy. So I will update my spreadsheets of my investment accounts, my bank account, all my decisions and my uh, budgets. And then once I finish that, which takes five, 10 minutes, then I journal about my day. And doing those habits together ensures that they both get done and they both are productive for me. And I'll get to a point where I do it unconsciously and it makes my day better so my mind can be focused on something else. So those are two really good ones I would recommend that have just changed my daily thought process. But a third one, um, I don't have it in front of me so I don't remember that author's. This is at my apartment. I haven't moved to it yet. Um, it's called Nudge. It's about why other people make decisions. It's the the converse, you could say, of psychology of money. It's about um, why people follow trends. It talks about like how people, generally speaking, are more scared of losing and they are motivated to win and how that affects your decision-making, how you can anticipate what other people are going to do and prepare for those repercussions. It's a really good book. Really good one. Yeah, I actually probably will pick that one up. That sounds very interesting. I'm, I'm big on that, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, the the yeah. thing about the psychology of money is I'm not a big reader. You know, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I, I like to listen. Uh, I've always been a slower reader, and so it makes it frustrates mm-hmm. me to see somebody like my girlfriend be done with six chapters or read the entire Great Gatsby in like 10 chapters of The Martian in one day, and I could maybe read five chapters of the Martian in a day. So, you know what I mean? Um, but the psychology yeah. of money, I mean, that book I could not put down, literally could not put down. I finished it maybe so maybe in two weeks, maximum two weeks. I'd finished it. Uh, it was that good. And, I, you know, another thing about books is, you know, you can read them, um, but you might find yourself six pages down the line and be like, what did I just read? So taking notes with them. Uh, allows mm-hmm. you to actually understand what you've read, which is super big. But yeah, I'm gonna have to check out Nudge. Sounds like a great book, and I'm very interested in the topic. Amazing. Dale, do you want to get into uh, some stock picks here, or I guess uh, what we're we're picking for our UFP portfolio? They're not recommended. Mm-hmm. They're not recommendations because obviously we're not professionals, yeah. but they are for our yeah. UFP portfolio. Yeah, which we will keep track of and update every episode. So, Ethan, if you want to pull up the status report on that, I guess. Yes, I can um, do that. I'll, I'll do my picks. Um, so, my pick for this episode is PNC. Um, that doesn't stand for anything. It is the PNC Financial Group. I really like the financial services. Um, this is kind of my conjecture, my opinion. But I feel like financial services are going to be heavily relied upon to get an economy out of recession. Um, Everything flows through a financial service, whether it be a bank, lending institution, or investment manager. Everything goes through a bank, which is kind of speculative. But uh, looking at this company's financials, very, very well managed. uh, P.E. ratio of 12 1.19 1.19 beta, $6 dividend, which is about 3.5%. So 
Well, it's got growth potential. It's profitable. It's got a solid dividend. And at the time of recommendation, um, doing some technical analysis on the charts, which we can get into in another episode, it is trading sideways kind of in a a medium state. Um, but if you analyze the um, Bollinger Bands, which is just, uh, it's a technical indicator that we will get into um, in another episode. Um, it looks like it's about to be due for a movement, and my prediction is that it will move positive. Um, so without getting too complicated into the technical analysis of it, I think it's going to move upward soon. I see it very profitably. And I love the financials of the company and the speculative prospect of a financial service stock. So PNC, that is my pick for this episode. Wonderful, wonderful pick uh, for sure. PNC Bank Financial Group, sorry, is a good one. Uh, real quick before I get into my pick, update on our portfolio. Um, Warner Brothers had a big movement upward. It was about seven days and actually it was about two weeks where we only saw two days down so we decided to move out of the position real quick at around seventeen dollars and fifty five cents and then it got absolutely annihilated so we were we were <laughs> able to buy back in so that was something good that we've done for our portfolio um, but today was a little bit uh, rough on the entire market we were down our portfolio mm-hmm. was down two point one one percent or $21.81, but with that, we are still up 11.03%. Uh, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. We were, we're up 10.47%, so still about the same. Um, really good. Our, our number one winner is Ford. Crocs is right after that. Uh, and then FNILX is actually in, in third place. Uh, mm. It's the mutual fund that basically follows the S&P 500. Um, so pretty good. Uh, you're beating the market right now, especially after today. Um, so that's pretty good. Um, moving on, my pick is Chegg ticker symbol C H G G. It is rated as a three-star uh, stock pick on Morningstar, which uh, five is the best. It just means it's undervalued. Three means it's uh, you know. Being a three-star stock, it's still undervalued at a 30% discount. Fair value at $31.85 a share. It is at $21.56 once the bell dinged goodnight. So that's still a pretty big gain. That's about a dollar, sorry, $10 gain that you could see, not guaranteed. Um, But Chegg, everybody's heard of Chegg, at least in our age group. Mm -hmm. It's an education and training services company. Uh, That's the industry it's in. Um, It does, you know, homework help. Um, But they're also, I just saw an interview with their CEO, trying to move into, you know, teaching students about financial literacy. Uh, A lot of people, do not know how or what money is and how to use it. Uh, that's very mm-hmm. scary because uh, you know the future of our economy is dependent on these people that don't even know what the dollar means and how it's affected by certain certain things. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why we actually started this podcast was to help. 
mm-hmm. you know, we are not professionals, uh, but we are doing the research so that you don't have to, even though we, we do, <laughs> we do recommend you do your research, but yeah, no, Chegg is just, a. I really liked what I heard uh, during that, you know, interview with the CEO, um, got a decent market cap it is pretty much a small growth company um but you know its market cap's almost three billion um and it's 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 revenue has been increasing for the past five years um and so that's something that you definitely like to see um Mm -hmm. but yeah chegg c-h-g-g that's what we will be adding to our portfolio along with pnc um so Mm -hmm. those are our picks All right, guys, thank you for tuning in this week. We will see you on the next episode on a topic that we have not decided yet. Blam! Let's let's get to it, my man. With you when it's going round and round I'm getting dizzy, getting nauseous Like I'm going round and bout I'm searching through the lost and found I can't be found, I'm way too high up off the